And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked. We've talked. Good morning to you. And you. And you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Not too late. No, not too late. Ah, da, 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 da. Hey, good uh, morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it may be, wherever you're listening. Um, and uh, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. That guy right there on the other side of the microphone, that is Ed Brantley, ladies and gentlemen, the Hello, legend. <laughs> well, you know, man. I'm doing great. How are you doing, Bob? Well, doing very, very well. I'm glad to be here. Exciting. Uh, everybody talked about our last show and really loved it. And uh, I said, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Good. I thought it was pretty good. Are ourselves. you enjoying your summer? <laughs> so far, I don't like the heat, though, man. The heat is too much. I, is it hotter now than it was before, or am I just older? Oh, no. You know, it's, it's, I remember we, when I was younger, uh, even when my children were born, we had a lot of snow back then, you know? What? I think we, it's, it, everything's getting warmer. I don't know why, but anyway. That's well, not my, that's, um, not, that's a way above my pay grade. And, and I want to do a show maybe in a, a couple of weeks about, um, they were talking about, I heard somebody talking about the oceans uh, are going down. I mean, no, going up. Yeah. And they said, they said if the ocean went up one foot, you wouldn't believe the towns that would no longer, they'd be completely flooded. And we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that in a couple of weeks, okay? Okay. It's because it, it's a crazy, it's crazy because we, it, I mean, even an inch uh, in the water going up is a big deal. So anyway, we'll talk about it. So, but well, this is the Ed and Bob show, number 164, a few days here before the 4th of July. And we've got news and Ed gets to kick it off. Yeah, that's true. You know, recently the Fed raised interest rates by 75 basis points. Now, that's what that is. That's 0.75%. Uh, so it's just and, a fancy and, way of saying it? Yeah. They like, those, they, like to, they like to talk about basis points. They like to talk over your head is what they like. You got that right. <laughs> but this is the first time in nearly three decades as policymakers intensify their fight to cool red-hot inflation. And, it, of course, it, it's going to do a lot of different things. Um, Federal fund rate range between 1.5% and 1.75%. That's the highest in, the, in a while. This is going to change uh, buying houses and, and uh, you know, and all that stuff, too. So but the stock market seemed to like it all right. My oil stock didn't, but the rest of them did. <laughs> you know, I saw where um, wood, I mean, once upon a time, the normal price of wood was like $400 per thousand square foot or some thousand foot of wood and I, and I could be wrong so ladies and gentlemen if you're listening said that dummy it's but anyway so during the pandemic the highest it got per thousand feet of wood was seventeen hundred and thirty three dollars wow. the normal we were at was four hundred okay and then um then it, it came down because like I say the highest I mean that's over four hundred percent increase but recently, it's gone back to about 600. Hmm. So, but still, there's not enough wood uh, to uh, build over a quarter million houses in America. There's, uh, of all the houses that want to be built, 
a quarter million can't be built because there's not enough wood. Still, even with it coming down in price, meaning there's more available. And I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I'm, it seems like it has something to do with all this inflation and stuff. Yeah. It seemed like that would be good news. Yeah, that's true. So, that's I don't true. know. What else you got? Well, let's see here. Here's a note from, who's this from? Uh, some ladies in the audience, they say, Joe, let's just forget the whole build back better and I'll settle for put it back the way you found it. <laughs> <laughs> just put it back like it was, please, dear God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Listen, oh, yeah. you, you won't believe it. We, we got a Fox News reporter down at the border. Okay. And, and what they say? He's frustrated. He recorded hundreds of illegal immigrants running across the southern border in oh. Yuma, Arizona yeah. recently. And it's massive gaps through the border wall. Migrants yeah. are directed by coyotes and smugglers where to cross. And they saw hundreds and hundreds of them. These people come from Georgia, India, Russia, all, all over the country, all over the world, really. So it, 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 that, that's that big migrant caravan, which at one point swelled to well over 10,000 migrants. Well, now, a lot of people may think they're just coming over the border and they're trying to find a, a new home and get away from persecution and blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you another thing that's going on, folks. We've got the biggest influx of heroin from Mexico coming over with those people yeah. that we've had in a long time because we closed down the you know the the legal drugs from pharmacies and stuff with the oxycotton and then uh, hydrocodone and all that stuff and so they had to people addicts had to turn to um, Mexican heroin and it's coming across the border Ed like I mean and listen I'm on the Metro Drug Coalition board and I I see the data it's it's pouring into Knoxville Mexican yeah. heroin is pouring in. To Knoxville. If you want to stick your head in the sand and say it's not happening, then that's not the solution. So, sorry about that. I that's got, all right. That's I, I good. Good. That's good. Good point. There the, you go. Uh, you know, and these immigrants are here to stay too because of this Title Forty Two that that the Congress has passed. Anyway, or I don't say Congress. That would be Biden that did that. The Border <laughs> Patrol in Yuma is extremely frustrated. They say, hey, we basically feel like Uber drivers. We don't even do any border enforcement. We mm. do border enrollment, what they call it, just picking up migrants to get them into processing centers, back and forth, back and forth. That's what they said. Wow. It's incredible. Wow. So, uh, hey, that's unbelievable, man. And a few just, years ago, you know, have you seen the influx of the F word lately? You know, no, it I, seems to be everywhere. Now, I don't know about here in, in, in the well, South. Well, the, the way the world is right now, it would, you know, you can get you a little pumped up. Everywhere I turn, I hear the F word in songs, on TV shows. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, well, all and, your rap songs, you know, you got to either degrade women or you, you cuss the whole time. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of my friends in Florida, they, they, they say how hot it is by using it. You know, it it's... Uh, and, you know, at a birthday party, I was surprised to find it impressed by the old F banners that the friends made for my house. I just don't understand it. Where's it coming from? I don't know. Maybe it's the word of the moment. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the worst word, the worst cuss word you could come up with, really. But anyway, it is. Kids are doing it. Yeah.
Oh God, Ed, you know, uh, you know, things as we said earlier, going to hell in a handbasket. And um, I, yeah, and I, I know that our parents thought we were all crazy and said, "Oh, you're all ruining America." But I don't think it was to the degree that I see now. You know, generational. Um, I, I just don't. So, all right. What else you got, Ed? Anything else? Well, there's a thing over from England here. Prince Charles is the British government wants Prince Charles to shut up, stay clear, <laughs> stay clear of politics. He's been making a lot of comments recently about different things, and they they want it. They want him just to stick to being a king and forget about this other stuff, you know. <laughs> But I thought it, because he was born in a certain family that he is a mental giant and he should yeah. direct them in the policy and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, I, blah. I don't, why, why in the world, and I didn't even mean to get on this tangent, why in the world we have kings and queens because you were the son of somebody and you're now the king. That's yeah. the most insane thing. I've ever heard in my life. And that is so draconian. And, and we're living in the dark ages when other countries have kings and queens just because they are the son of somebody or the daughter of somebody. Anyway, that's just what I think. Well, that's true. But, you know, he, he's going to have some trouble if he keeps this up when he's king. Because I don't think the, the British people, English people, will put up with their king involved in politics and all that stuff. So, well, Let's I think that people see him as just a tourist attraction. Yeah. You know, we, we got Buckingham do. Palace. Everybody can go. How many tourists go to Buckingham Palace first time they go to England? Yeah, well, a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's a tourist yeah. attraction, baby. Yeah. I was standing on the corner there in London one time and, and he, uh, uh, the caravan came by and he's, he's going back to Buckingham Palace. And, really? Uh, yeah. And this guy beside me, he said, well, there goes Charlie. <laughs> and the guy, he was sitting in the back seat of this car, and of course the police escort and everything. And, and you could, I mean, it was obvious who it was. You, uh, good grief! They get years. now the the royal family it, has all their money because of all the lands they've stolen hundreds of years ago at, that the kings and queens got. And then they, yeah. you know, you can go. You're going to be a, a baron or a lord or whatever you are over here. But a lot of that land, they just stole from everybody, you know, 500 years yeah. ago or whenever. Yeah. And uh, somehow they're honorable. I don't get it. I've never, you know, my wife loves the queen and Lady Diana and all that stuff. And I, I think it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, have king and queen. Well, there you go. All right, Ed, uh, July 4th coming up in a few days. Did you know, yeah. did you know... The Second Continental Congress unanimously adopted the Declaration of Independence, announcing the colony's separation from Great Britain, <clears throat> provided the legal and governmental framework for the United States. Uh, this, so this was on the fourth day of the month of July in 1776, where they said, all men are created equal. <laughs> and you and I know that's a little bit iffy, but <laughs> it, it's something to well, shoot for. <laughs> well, I, I think you could say all men have the same opportunity. Well, they should have. 
Or yeah, treat, so, all men should be treated fairly. <laughs> yeah, treated fairly. Or have the same opportunity in, in the United States of America. And they, for the most part, you probably do. But Well, if I, and I'll say this, and other people won't argue with it. Of all the countries in the world, on this earth, spinning around and around, this is the one country where anybody, if you're willing to work your butt off, you can make whatever you want to make. Now, it will be tougher for some people than others, but I guarantee if you work hard enough and smart enough and you make friends and you're not hard to deal with, you can make whatever, you, you can make more than you could ever make in any other country. Let me say that. More than you could ever spend in your life. You got that right. Let's do some questions of the day, Ed. We All like right, to do questions of the day, so shoot me one. All right, here you go. Have you ever been on the road to nowhere? <laughs> I felt like that a few times. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there is a highway that's in western North Carolina that mm -hmm. uh, the government put together, and they were going to replace this uh, road over there with the, this road and they and they they got they worked on it for a while and all of a sudden they just stopped they got through this tunnel and quit and it's been that way for years like decades and so you drive through this tunnel and all of a sudden you just come out in the forest you're and kidding me no it's the road to, <laughs> it's the road to nowhere and you can you can go over there it's a tourist attraction you know they sell t-shirts and and, uh, road bumper to nowhere. I've been, I've been on the road to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we should have that in Knoxville because Madeline Rojero, our former Democratic mayor, stopped the James White Parkway from making progress, and it now is the road to nowhere. Well, that's very true. Could that's we qualify? True. Yeah, yeah, I'd say we do. The only thing we do is go over the river. <laughs> All right, Ed, I got a question for you. Ready? Okay, yeah. Why is there a federal department of education? They have no schools. There's no. There are no federal schools. Why is there a, fe, a federal department, uh, the Department of Education? Yeah. I don't. I, I, do you have any idea? No, I don't. Somebody come up with it, I guess. I, I don't yeah. have. I don't know what they do. No. They don't have any schools. So, so, it. I, I just don't understand. It seems like a well, wasted department. Or I'd say it is, and right now, you know, these school boards are having enough problems on their own. And actually, this uh, association of national school boards, the National School Boards Association, which is NSBA, yeah, yeah. more than half of them have resigned. So, and just recently, the Wisconsin Association of School Boards quit. So, the parents have have seen the inside of public school beasts and understand better than ever what's feeding this beast, and they're responding with a loud voice of "Not my child, not on my watch," and that's what they're saying. And so see, the, that gets back to what I'm saying it. I think the federal government sticks their nose into our local schools wherever your local is, yeah. and that's where that's coming from. And so, you know, when they wrote that letter. To the Justice Department back in 2021, asking ask for parents protesting at school board meetings to be mm -hmm. federally looked into. Mm -hmm. Come on, you know what I mean? That you want the federal government them. educating your kids? No. Can't we locally decide how we want our kids educated? Absolutely. My God, do you want somebody in Washington D.C. telling us how to educate our kids? 
That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There should no, there should not be a a federal a Department of Education. My humble opinion. So, all right. Uh, let's move along to everybody with the topic of the day today is Ed and you got a sponsor. Ooh, yeah, what is the best thing that we can teach our children? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, see, eat all your broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I know it. Oh, my sponsor is Weigel's, a convenience store chain based in Powell, Tennessee. <laughs> got over 90 locations, almost 100 now. And uh, they've been around for quite a few years now. There's its third generation. They started out in 1931 with a herd of four cows on a 600-acre farm selling raw milk and 10-gallon cans. And so that's how it started. But, boy, it's going now. And milk is just a, a small part of it. Now, their milk special every month is something you got to go in and just get it. This month's special is the lemon cookie milk. Ooh, baby. Lemon cookie milk. I mean, and I can't wait till next month because it's going to be fabulous <laughs> next month, too. But they come up with the best flavors of milk I've ever heard of. I mean, it's, and it tastes so good. So, listen. If you're having a problem getting your kids to drink their milk, go get them a, a bottle of some lemon cookie milk. I mean, it's just fabulous. And uh, stop by your favorite Weigel's location. You know the Weigel's people, when you go in behind the, uh, the, the cash register, they're always so friendly and nice, and a lot of them know you by your name. Right. So, um, and get something to eat while you're in there at the Weigel's kitchen. My favorite milk was the uh, peanut butter milk. That, oh, was that was a couple, good one. Yeah. Three or four months ago, that was really yeah. good. And they just throw peanut butter and anything, and I'm in, okay? <laughs> hey, Ed, the topic of the day today is what's the most important trait we can teach our children? If you want your children to grow up and have an edge or have, have the opportunity to do well, if you could just teach them one thing, what would it be? You got would, one? Yeah, well, I've got, you know, I've got a few. I've had, I've, got these little saying books that say things like this. But one of the things I've tried to do with my children is, is to teach them not to blame others for their problems and their, when they have trouble or something. You know, and if you have a, you, you know how people, some people will say, well, that's not my fault. So-and-so did this or so-and-so did that. That wouldn't mm -hmm. happen. If, and you, you can't do that. you got to accept it and move on. So don't blame others for what happens to you and the troubles that you have. And that's what I've tried to put into it, my kids. Well, that's, that's very kind, and uh, I like that. I didn't think about did? that one. Yeah, that's very, very good. Well, thank you. What All right. You well, mine, and I had a hard time with this, but I think if I want my kids, that no matter what happens, uh, be willing to work hard every day. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not happy, if you're sad, if things aren't going right, dust yourself off, pick yourself up, and work hard. It will not only, <clears throat> um, you know, hopefully uh, make you feel better, uh, it will also hopefully, you know, you'll make money, and that will help, you know, solve some of your economic problems. But if you're willing to work hard every day, um, then everything else, it seems like, can be less of a problem. Um, but because I've seen too many people that are lazy, Ed, 
They, 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 they just, <laughs> yeah. it, it, and that to me, that's like the worst trait you can have is to or be give lazy. excuses. Yeah, they yeah. give excuses. Oh, why yeah. didn't you get, why didn't you pass this test? Well, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that. It was their fault. Like, they made me mad. It was a teacher. It was a teacher. <laughs> so there, if you take those two and put them together, don't make yeah. excuses. Work hard. Maybe you've got, you know, everything can go right no matter how many bad things happen to you. You know? Well, I tell you, you've done a wonderful job with your children. You've got well, one. I think we both are very lucky. Who's a star. And you're, you know, the others in the medical field and just beautiful grandchildren. And they're just, I mean, you've, you've really done well, Bob. Well, I can say the same thing to you, Mr. Brantley. You have, you've got them spread across the South. <laughs> well, they're all legal, too. <laughs> well, I think no matter what, if you're a parent and you're listening to us right now, um, You've got to teach your kids something that's good. Don't be an example of somebody that parties all the time, that's lazy, that uh, blames everybody else, whatever, because you've got to teach your kids good traits if you want them to yep. have a happy life. Yeah. Fair enough? Fair enough, buddy. Sounds good to me. <laughs> all right, let's move along then, Mr. Brantley. Tell everybody what's coming up, and I got a sponsor. All right, we got some, we're going to get into the mailbox, and we've also got some complaints today. That's mm -hmm. going to be fun. So what, what's your sponsor, Bob? It is Ben Lucky. It's uh, one of my favorite stores. It's down Middlebrook Pike, 4426 Middlebrook Pike. It's right near that KUB substation across the street. And if you go by there, they got the horseshoe, and it says Ben, B-I-N, Lucky out front. And it'll be packed every day. They open up, people waiting to get in the door. Um, what they do, the things you send back uh, to uh, Amazon and uh, Lowe's and Home Depot and uh, Target and all these places, they don't put them back on the shelf. What they do is they wholesale them out by the truckload, and Ben Lucky buys them. He, they, ben Lucky never knows what's coming in on Wednesday and Thursday until they start unloading the trucks. They buy bins of stuff, and it's all brand new stuff, never been used. And they put it in their bins. And then you come in on Friday and everything is $7. I don't care if it's a $30 power tool. It's $7. Anything left on Friday, it's uh, Saturday, it's $5. Sunday, $3. Monday, a buck. And if anything's left, Tuesday, only 50 cents. Wednesday and Thursday, they start all over again. So if you don't save money, I mean, about half of their customers, Ed, are, um, what do you call them, eBay stores. Yeah. People come in and buy the stuff and, and put it. They'll put it at half price of what it originally sold for, and they still make money, and wow. you are happy when you buy it. So about half their people are uh, eBay store people. So it's, it's, a, it's a crazy concept, but it, everybody seems to be happy. So there you go. Ben Lucky. Everybody wants to Ben Lucky. Our dad opened up some mail from the mailbox. Okay. Ooh, here we go. Okay. NOLA from Fredericksburg. I guess that's in Virginia. Yeah. Where is the most coal mine? Well, I'm, it's probably Kentucky, mine? isn't it, Ed? No, I don't think so. That's <laughs> not what it says here. I don't think Kentucky's that big in coal, actually. You know, no, I, well, they are. Yeah, did this surprise you, the, what you saw, the, what the yeah. answers are? Yeah, it did absolutely. me, too. I thought China imported 
more coal than anybody, but they're the number one coal uh, producer, or, or I guess miner, or whatever you want to call it, in the in the world. And they probably import the coal on top of that because you know all their industry and everything. Well, they're stockpiling it all. We're one day they I guess they think we're all going to run out of energy and they're going to have to come to them. So number two <laughs> is yeah. I- India, mm-hmm. and then the U.S. is number three. What, uh, and this was interesting, Ed. What's the five U.S. states um, that account for uh, the coal production in the United States? Well, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I've actually witnessed this out in, out in the West. In Wyoming, when I was out there a few years ago, they yeah. have these big machinery. I mean, the shovels can hold five, six cars. And, and they dig into the dirt, and Wyoming produces 39% of the coal in the United States, and it's good coal. Because, you know, the, these people at, uh, like at Duke Power, TVA, they have to use a certain type of coal. 39%? That's, 39%. To me, that's an incredible number, Ed. Yeah. In Wyoming. I would have guessed Wyoming might have been my last guess after Massachusetts or something. I, well, I, it would have been mine, too, except I've actually seen it in person, and it's it's incredible. Now, wow. West Virginia, you know, you'd expect them to have a lot yeah. of coal, and they yeah. do, but they do 13%. Pennsylvania, 7 Illinois, 65 And here you are, Kentucky, 5%. Wow. So Kentucky is one-eighth of what Wyoming is doing. Mm-hmm. That just floors me. I would have never in a million years guessed that. I would have said, oh, it's got to be Kentucky and West Virginia. And I realize Pennsylvania does some too, but 39% in Wyoming, that's pretty wild. All right, what else? All right, let's see. Here's, uh, oh, here you go, Oscar from Chattanooga. Was uh, the Chattanooga choo-choo really a thing or was it just a song, Bob? Well... I mean, they don't write songs about something that's not true, do they, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the answer? Well, it, it is true. I mean, it, it is uh, the Chattanooga Choo Choo and uh, Chattanooga Hotels located in the heart of downtown Chattanooga. In 1909, the terminal station opened as the first railway station in the South. And it was designed in the famous Beau Art style. The Choo Choo Hotel was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1974, and it remains one of the city's first historic preservation projects. The song was written by a team of Matt Gordon, Harry Warren, and they were traveling on a train, supposedly. Now, have you ever stayed at the Chattanooga Choo Choo? Actually, I have. Have you? I have, too. Yeah, I stayed in one of the train cars. I did, too. It's kind of cool. And I went, woo-woo, all night long. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Mr. Brantley. Whoa, where's Ethel? I need to get Ethel on that one. Oh, my God. Woo, Woo baby. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not saying anything else. The well, only thing that can happen is trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is the Ed and Bob Show. Uh, we are glad you're with us. Let's uh, move along and get to some complaints to get us out of where this other could go. Uh, Ed, what do you want to complain about today? Well, I want to t- complain about how this uh, baby formula thing was handled. Uh, you know, I don't think it was really a problem with baby formula. I think this plant, most of the baby formula comes out of this one plant. And they shut it down because they thought it, it had some uh, something in it that wasn't supposed to be in it. 
So they just shut the plant down. And I think they did that on purpose. And, and, then, and then America, the mothers in America showed them because they went out and bought some Cairo syrup and put stuff together and learned how to make their own baby formula. Yeah, I've heard and, that you and, can make your own. Yeah, absolutely. And, buddy, I'm telling you, all of a sudden, this plant's back in production. Oh. It's just like that. It was just a miracle. Just Care, a, yeah. <laughs> Careful what you ask that's for. Right. And, you and might Biden's get it. Got, that's right. <laughs> Biden's got all these super big jets flying in from all over the world bringing baby formula. And it's just, I'm, I'm telling you, and, and now the parents are saying, well, I don't know that I even need that stuff anymore because we're making it ourselves and the baby loves it. So it, it, um, that it crazy? works. Yeah, my daughter did that. And, um, you know, she I heard you can make your own. You just get the ingredients and you, you put it together. It's just three ingredients. The syrup, I think it's the syrup and some water and something else. What it, wow. Well, wow. my wife knows yeah, well, so it's, but I think that's, I think, I think they just said, well, we'll show you. So that's fine. And now all of a sudden this plant's going night and day. I bet it is. And they, yeah. I bet their price went up too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I got a complaint uh, for you, Ed. You ready? Okay. Yep. Um, speeders in small neighborhoods. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm. I don't, um, I, I mean, I, it's weird. I mean, I've actually, when we are walking around the neighborhood, We've been run off the road. <laughs> I mean, we, we had to dive into a, a yard to not get hit. Or they're on the phone while they're speeding, and they're coming straight at me. I'm saying, well, surely to God, they're going to they're go over. And then they don't because they never saw you because they're on their phone or they're adjusting the radio, and they're going like, yeah. Listen, 40 miles an hour in a small neighborhood where you should be going 20 or 25, that's moving on. Yes, it is. And they so do too, I, don't I, they? I don't understand. People have to, I don't know. Well, what, what is it? Are they taking shortcuts, Bob? Is that what it no, is? No, I think it's a, I think. Do they live in these neighborhoods? No, I think it's a lot of it is workers. People, oh. service oh. people, yard people, uh, stuff like that. And, and they just don't care. And, you know, they go on. They, they probably are mad they're even there working so well the next time i'll tell you what to do to get you a big rock oh, and the God. next time somebody does that you throw a rock at them that's what i want to do yeah and then and then run like hell and then the, <laughs> then they'll arrest me and i'll be in jail and i'll be calling mr brantley and he'll go i'm sorry the number you've called has been disconnected <laughs> all right ed tell everybody how they can listen to this show well, thank you. Uh, let's see. You can go to the Ed and Bob Show. It's available at edandbob.com. Or download Apple Podcast app, Spotify app. That's Ooh. Hey. The TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, tell your Alexa skill settings to enable TuneIn. And then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear, boys? Mm. Tell her exactly this. Ed and Bob Show. Perfect. And if you want to comment, we've got a comment section on edandbob.com. Uh, also, you know, um, you can email us, edandbob at yahoo.com. Twitter, we're there if you want to follow us, edandbobknox, at edbrantley, at bobthomasknox. And we're on Facebook. You can search for us and you'll find us right there. Any corrections, Mr. Brantley? No, not today. Anybody you want to shout out to and say thank you so much? Everybody. 
<laughs> hey, I got one for you. You're going, okay. and, and he just he's moving back to Knoxville uh, this week. Really? He's been gone for a long time. He's moving back. David Bailoff. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Wow. Bailoff uh, used to be a men's clothing store in yeah. uh, West Hill Mall. Yeah, and then West Hill Mall. Uh, yeah, and uh, Mr. Bailoff, Sam Bailoff, he's like, I want to say he's 97 now, and he yeah. still works out every day. Mm. I can't imagine. I'm, I'm having a hard time walking every day and I'm not 97, but David is moving back to Knoxville. He's been, uh, he was Congressman Duncan's uh, PR person in Washington, DC. Then he became the uh, lobbyist for Embraer Air. Ooh. The people that make those airline, those small regional airlines. Yeah, the CJ-6, uh, CJ-7. Out of South America or whatever. And, mm. and uh, he was their lobbyist in Congress. And he's coming back to Knoxville. So we welcome David Bailoff back to Knoxville, Tennessee. That's wonderful. It would be good to see David. I like his dad, too, but his dad always gets on to me. It's hard to eat when he's sitting there at the table because he's always... <laughs> Sam, <laughs> love him to death. He'll wear you out, Vaughn. What's our next show, Mr. Brantley? We're going to talk about bridges in the U.S. Are they in good shape, and how many are there? What's the most famous bridge, Bob? That'll be interesting. I left my heart in San Francisco at the yeah, what's that? What's Golden that Gate Bridge. Yeah, the, the, the Tallahassee Bridge. Yeah, there's a bunch of famous ones. Yeah. We're going to discuss them. All right, Ed, we're out of here, buddy. I enjoyed it. A fantastic show. We'll see you next time. All right, tell your wife I said hi. We'll do it. Bye. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head?